903 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Joining us right now, courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline, our very own Melissa Kim. What's going on, Melissa? Good morning, guys. I'm in a great mood this morning. How about y'all? All right. But why are you in such a good mood? <laughs> How can you not be in a good mood? See, well, we're to ask the question with a question. This yeah, is a great interview. <laughs> well, thanks for coming out, Melissa. Yeah, Ravens win. We Did got you not that. your Twitter today, Rob and Jeremy, with Trippy saying that you guys better be nice to me today? Yeah, I just like that because. Okay, good. Hello. Just making sure. What day is it? Okay. Do we have to be nice to you? I'm Hello. Just Okay. Oh, we're, we're good. We're good, so, Melissa. Can I? Sir, are, did we ask this last week? Is she a Swifty or not? I can't say that I am. Yes, she is. Um, I mean, I like a couple yes, of her is. songs. Yes, she is. I'm not. Yes, I definitely am not. I mean, I like a couple of her songs, like old Taylor Swift, but like. I can't say I, that I am means that you are. You just don't want to say it. No, I mean, I know a couple of her songs, but, like, am I, like, a diehard? Do I know every lyric to every song? Like, no, nah, I can't say that. Well, I, I got a blank space, and I'll write your name. There you go. <laughs> I do know that song for sure. Of course you do, because it's evil. <laughs> uh, yeah, what is it? Uh, boys always want love when it's torture. It's not a line in the song or something like that. Yeah, I can get on board with that part. That sure. sounds like something that Swifty would know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Melissa, what do you think uh, the key is? If you could pick one thing that's got to go right for the Ravens, what is it to have them uh, come out there with a W? Lamar Jackson, that is without a doubt. You know, I think Lamar has to play some of his best ball that he has this season. Obviously, I think that he needs to keep that same poise and confidence that he has, like staying in the pocket, waiting for those routes to develop for the guys that can run down the field, like Rashad Bateman, like OBJ, like Zay Flowers. I think that that is going to be the major key to the game. That has been what has been such a pinnacle of this offense this season. And especially with, you see the development of Lamar Jackson this season and his, you know, not just the stuff on the field, but off the field too. I think that Lamar is going to be the catalyst. I think he's going to be the key for Ravens victory in this game. So, Melissa, as we look at, uh, you know, the way things set up on the defensive side of the ball, we've talked a lot about Kyle Hamilton on Travis Kelsey you know, yep. Marlon Humphrey, we don't know if he's going to be back and ready for the game. But the other guy to be concerned with is Rasheed Rice. Uh, you just playing mm-hmm. matchups with him, whatever side of the field. Like, what are your thoughts on how they scheme Rasheed Rice? Yeah, I think that, you know, he has been such a key for that Chiefs team, you know, for that Chiefs offense. And I think that, look, with Marlon, I'm not going to lie, I think he's looked pretty good this week um, and from what I've seen. Uh, he was obviously out there yesterday and the day before. I think the first day he didn't really participate in a whole lot of individual drills, but it seemed like he was doing almost, you know, every. He seemed a lot more comfortable, you know, yesterday. And so I think that for Marlon, it's going to come down to a game time decision. And I would love to see him match up with him, um, with Bryce. But like also, um, I think we'll have to see. But I'm I'm pretty optimistic. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm pretty optimistic about those guys. Um, about Marlon Humphrey, about Mark Andrews also. Pretty optimistic about seeing them on the field on Sunday. Um, but if not, uh, you know, they, that is one thing that this, ro- this roster, that this team has done so well this season, that they've had guys on the depth chart that have been able to step up and perform. Um, I've talked to a lot of them over the course of the season. Um, Arthur Millette, one of them, who has such a great story, and he has balled out these last couple of games, you know, and he told me uh, yesterday in the locker room, or the day before in the locker room, that, you know, he's just always going to stay right. He wants to be that, like, 
extra guy that's always just like ready to go there and to do whatever he is supposed like whatever he's called on to do. And so that's kind of the mindset of this whole team right now. You know, like we're just like ready, we're ready to go. You can kind of feel the loose vibes in the locker room still this week as it has been all season. Like everyone's like happy and joking and like, you know, Roquan was a little bit more in like kind of game time mode yesterday. Um, or the day before, he kind of had his headphones on in the locker room, kind of had like that game face on that I see on him, like in pregame warmups. Um, so he's, a, I think he's a little bit more uh, focused this week, which is what we want to hear, I know. But I mean, for the most part, the guys have been exactly how they've been all season um, in terms of their vibe in the locker room. Sorry, I went off on, on a <laughs> I went off on a tangent there. I know you guys said last week I'd be a horrible person to have on a round table, but I Melissa, went off on a tangent. Okay. Melissa, you must be <laughs> awful. You must it's... be awful flexible to be able to go around your ass to scratch your elbow like that. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> Melissa, I would I say don't worry body. about I'm it. very flexible, literally and physically, whatever. Anyway. Uh, good to know. It's, <laughs> okay. We'll see. Gross. Hey, give me a result. Out of the gutter, please, everybody. Okay. Give me a, what are you talking about? Give me an outcome for this game, you. Melissa. You set that up, Melissa. What'd you say? Give me an outcome. You, you set that up. I... <laughs> I I do think that the Ravens will come out with it. I do. Th- I mean, there's no stopping Lamar Jackson this season. I mean, Kyle Hamilton said that on Wednesday. He, you can tell that he's different this year. And I think that anybody who's been around this team for the last couple of years, if you've been following this Ravens team, you can tell that Lamar is different. Um, you know, even after last week's game, he just said, we're locked in. Didn't, you know, celebrate a little bit, but like not, you know what I mean? He's not really celebrating these yet. He's just kind of like, we're locked in. We're staying focused. There you go. Let's Kim. Where can we hear you this weekend and tonight? Uh, you got me tonight from 7 to 9. You got me on pregame tomorrow and postgame. Uh, not tomorrow. The game's on Sunday. Uh, on postgame Sunday as well. There you go. Look forward to talking to you next Friday as we get ready for the yes. Super Bowl. Yes, yes, yes. Thank right. you so much, guys. Have a good one. You too. 410-583-1057 is the number. Let's go to Chestertown against Steve. What's up, Steve? Well, I'm just very concerned about uh, Lamar. He, he's pretty much locked in. But they got to put uh, a lot of pressure on the Chiefs quarterback. Last week when uh, Josh Allen, they Josh Allen was running a lot, and all my friends were texting halfway through the third quarter, Josh Allen fatigue is going to set in. His heart rate was up. He was running the ball way too much. And fatigue, we were we were all all my friends were texting back and forth. Fatigue's going to be a factor on Josh Allen. I don't want to see that happen to Jackson. If he runs around too much, uh, the fatigue will be a factor. The biggest factor for our game is we got to put pressure on their quarterback. The more pressure we put on their quarterback, will take pressure off our quarterback. And our quarterback, I just don't want to see Lamar running around all over Hell's creation, and it gets his heart rate up, breathing up, and fatigue will be a factor in the fourth quarter. Well, it's rude. I man. looked at him when he said Hell's it's creation. Like, I, well, that's just rude. What? You were talking about Satanists earlier. It's all over it. It's going to get his heart rate up. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead, Ed. It's your world. Let's just go ahead. Tell us, tell us what your thoughts are, Ed. World class athletes. Rick Ritter joins us it's at 9:30. Lamar Jackson. He's going to run for him like 80 yards in a game. He's going to be tired. <laughs> Joe Lacroix's encore. 
on the other side and find jerk. out what we learned today on the fan. What a jerk. Anybody I, who tells you that I guess bartend, you ask anybody, I'll tell you, I work. I work with you. All you do is supervise. You have other people do all the stuff. Like somebody's like, we need someone to do this, this, and this. And then Rob goes, he looks like a good person. He looks like a good person. And she looks like a good person. Soft. That's what he does. In Monday morning quarterback. I love it when somebody's out. Because that means his sorry ass has to work. Even if I have to work more, I don't care. As long as he has to work some. You know what? Yo, better. That's twice yeah. this week he's gone off on me. Monday <laughs> and now Friday. He's bookended going off on me. You know, I don't have to put up with this. What are you going to do? I don't. Yeah, you could, <laughs> I, I swear for God I don't have to put up with this. What I got, I got better things to do than to sit here and listen to him just go off on me like this. Like what? I go home yeah. <laughs> and go do nothing. Go walk out of the studio. I can go, I can, I'll walk out this. I'll walk out. <laughs> I mean, isn't that how we do? <laughs> And that's the encore for the day. You know what? I got something that I learned today before we do what I learned today. A person who provides expert advice professionally. That's what I am, Jeremy Kahn. I'm a consultant. Oh, I like that. That's a person who provides expert advice professionally. Mike Preston, mm. you have ugly. No, you, you have yeah, bad. You know Jeremy Kahn, you I'm have ugly. ugly. Yeah. I'm, as I'm providing professional Advice. Ain't nothing wrong with that, Jeremy Khan. <laughs> nothing wrong with that at all. Let's go to Hubie in Baltimore. What's up, Hubie? Good morning, fellas. Good morning. Good morning, Hubie. I would like to say happy heavenly birthday to Mo Gabba. His spirit exemplified that of an angel. That Absolutely. being said, I hope that it's hell to pay when the Kansas City Chiefs takes the field. Ravens got to come mean, man. They got to play hard and nasty. Thanks a lot, Hubie. Let's go to Trippy in Baltimore. What's going on, Trippy? Hello. Hey, hello. What's going on, man? You know, it's Purple Friday. Trippy, you got to tell us, did you get tickets yet? Oh, uh, yeah. All yeah, right. yeah. Right. But, um, <laughs> hey, look, man, look. I, do, do y'all do song requests? So, what, what do you want to hear? I want to hear my man Low Key, who you with? That should be the Baltimore anthem. I figure if y'all start playing it, maybe the Ravens might start playing that again. That's that song of vibe. I'm gonna send it to y'all. Okay. Well, I've been posting it on Twitter though, but hey, man, um, Taylor Swift, man. You know all these fans keep talking about Taylor Swift, but if you're a real Baltimore fan, man, you know who the real Swift is. Rest in peace, K Swift. But Ravens 34, <laughs> Chiefs 20 uh, Sunday. And when I call it Monday, we're going to have a celebration. Matter of fact, if we win, can I get an uh, invite to the studio? Oh, absolutely. All right. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. I, Hello. Yeah. I'll Just let me know. I'll on it, but <laughs> Rob hates company. But... <laughs> <laughs> Should I bring Rashawn with me, or I, I, I should just leave Rashawn outside, right? Yeah, tell him to bring whoever Bring Rashawn. He ain't going to be doing anything at work anyway. Rashawn <laughs> 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 sure will be watching somebody with the jackhammer. My heart's about to stop. <laughs> because I pause because I know Rob doesn't, doesn't like random people in the studio. <laughs> and you just said absolutely. Look at his face. I almost threw my phone. I almost threw my phone. Shut up. Shut up. Talk. Now time for you to find out what we learned today. 
Ed Norris, what did you learn? I, <laughs> I learned Rob spent his whole life getting to the point where everyone knows who he is, and now he doesn't want to see anybody. <laughs> <laughs> No! <laughs> Stop telling people yes! Hey, somebody is in the hallway who want to meet you. Should I bring him in? Can I, can I tell you what would they happen? They just bum-rushed this man that day. When people would show up to the studio... Hold on a second. Somebody's calling me. Go ahead. Answer Hey, that. I do this show from 6 to 10. We talked about it last night. I'm on the air. I got to call you back. All right. Good. Was there somebody on there? Did yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> I thought Rob would just say, look, no. people call me. <laughs> Jesus. I, I forgot what I was going to say. I learned today that uh, today is the four-year anniversary of the death of my favorite basketball player of all time. It's been four years. Wow. Kobe Bean Bryant. On this day, it was a Sunday. I remember it. I was just coming back from... Uh, Club Noir over there on York Road, my boy Zach, and I thought we would text it all back and forth because that's when we had Jerry, and we were like, "This got to be a joke. This mm-hmm. just can't be true." Yep, it was no joke, but it was true. Jeremy Khan, what did you learn? Yeah, a couple of things. Um, I keep trying to lose weight. Somehow it keeps finding me. <laughs> Jesus, stupid. <laughs> uh, one of the other ones I had here. Um, saw my wife last night. She was uh, folding laundry. Put it in the basket. Then she tripped over the basket of clothes when she came back in. I watched it all unfold. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you've seen this one. Five ants rented an apartment with another five ants. Now they're tenants. Oh, God. (laughs) This was one of my favorite ones that I uh, sent out this week. There's a Nobel Prize winning Chinese scientist. This is true. You can look her up. Her name is Tu Yu Yu. She officially has been declared the world's most confusing person to sing happy birthday to. <laughs> happy birthday to <laughs> you, 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 you. Hold on, but no, it has to be happy, happy birthday, birthday to, to you. To you, you, you. Happy birthday <laughs> to, to you, you, you. Happy birthday to, to you. Yeah. I read this. It sounds like you're making fun of it when you do it. But, but immediately when you do it, when you, you're like, oh, yeah. And then you start singing it to yourself. You you're, you look I at say, it. I had drinks I said with my friend Pete. Then Henry, but Pete telling me, he goes, when I first heard Jeremy's dad jokes, I thought they were so stupid. I really couldn't stand it. Then stop laughing. Now I tell them. That's <laughs> <laughs> what happens. That's what goes on. Uh, my wife left me because she said I was obsessed with pasta. Now I'm cannelloni. <laughs> This has got to be the silliest show on radio, man. This This is up there. (laughs) (laughs) We have two more guests at the end of the day. At the end of the day, what are we really doing here? I really can't. I was out at the restaurant last night, and the damn waiter comes over and he goes, Do you want to box with your leftovers? I said, No, but if you want to wrestle, I'll do that. Well, the head basketball coach Kevin Willis joins us at 945. But on the other side, WJZ TV's own anchorman Rick Ritter on the fan. Ooh. 931 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan.
Ed Norris, Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn. Joining us right now, courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline from WJZ-TV, he is Rick Ritter. Good morning to you, Rick. My guys, happy Friday. This is what we've been waiting for. Here it, we go. It is. Yeah. It is what we've been waiting for, the AFC Championship game in Baltimore for the first time in franchise history as the Baltimore Ravens take on the king. That's right. Patrick Mahomes is coming to town with his Chiefs. And I said I said it to you before. Uh, it happened. And I'll say it again, Rick. This is what I wanted. I wanted Pat Mahomes in Baltimore for the AFC Championship game because I didn't want anybody saying that the Ravens got to the playoffs, but they didn't go through the Chiefs. Uh, to the Super Bowl, but they didn't go to the Chiefs. Yeah, I love it. It's the truth, man. You want to be the best, you got to beat the best. And we've been hearing that all week long. And, and whether you like it or not, this conference, goes through Patrick Mahomes. you got to knock him off to take it over. And they have that opportunity. And everything that they've been working for since week one, and you have the home field advantage, the place is going to be rocking. This is what you waited for. The opportunity is right in front of you. And anybody out there, look, to me, who thinks that they're going to just roll over the Chiefs, I think you're out of your mind. Okay, Kansas City's been here before, obviously. They know what they're doing. They know what's at stake with these high-profile games. This is what Mahomes and Andy Reid do, like you just said. They know what's at stake here. And I think the one thing that's underrated about the Chiefs, and we'll dive a little bit into it, is their defense. Steve Spagnuolo does not get enough credit with what he does in Kansas City and the personnel that he has. This is a defense that flies around. They can get after it. They can get pressure on Lamar. If the Ravens are obviously able to establish that run game and open things up a little bit, it's going to make things a lot easier on Sunday. How do you think the Ravens are going to fare as far as their, their running game? They did a great job against uh, Houston just controlling the clock Well, you know, with the ground game. Um, just ran the ball down their throats. What do you think about the Chiefs' defense versus their running game? Yeah, I think the Chiefs' defense is suspect against the wrong game. I mean, yeah. look at what Buffalo did last week, not just with Josh Allen, but James Cook. Yeah. James Cook didn't get 35 carries, but if he did, he would have went for easily over a buck fifty two hundred. They were giving up big chunks at a time, and that's how you beat the Chiefs. Establish the run, and it opens everything else up. This offense is not set up for Lamar to drop back and throw the ball 45 times, and that's not what you want to see on Sunday. Lamar and the way that he's elevated his game this year as a passer, obviously with the weapons that he has around him, it makes things a lot easier. But it all starts with the run game. If they can get Gus going, and I think you do see more of a heavy dosage of Dalvin Cook this week, you have the fresh legs. You saw the burst last week at times with Cook, even though he only got three carries. I think it all starts in the ground game. And they're going to do that early on. And even Lamar with his legs. I mean, look, one of the things that people make a lot of noise about are second-half adjustments. You talk to anybody in the league, or at least who played in the league, and they'll tell you that it's one of the most overrated things, actually. That, like, once you get in the locker room at halftime, it's not like they're making any crazy second-half adjustments. That's usually not how it works. But last week, a bit of an anomaly, if you will, because I love the second-half adjustments that Munkin made. little tinkering. Pressure was getting on Lamar. What's he do? He pulls Pat Ricard in, another 300-pound lineman, gives him more protection, and they quickly go to the three-step game, and Lamar's getting rid of the ball quick, but also – taking what was in front of him. And if he saw a running lane, he grabbed it. And that's what you got to do at Kansas City. Again, establish the run, and if Lamar sees something that's there, just take it. Don't press. Do what you've been doing that got you to this point. You don't need to overthink it. Any concerns over the weather at all? Or do you, does it look like everything's going to be cleared up by this weekend? Oh, man, it keeps changing yeah. every day. You know, I mean, this is what our guys do, too. But it, that rain is going to be consistent. The question is how heavy and how hard is it going to be? But I, I don't see it factoring in that crazy. You know, these guys are used to it. They've all played in rain before. They've all played in cold conditions. I don't think it's going to play a major role. It's going to be nothing like the Pittsburgh game in terms of that heavy type rain. 
more of a nuisance, if you will. So if that's the case, I really don't think it impacts either team that much. Here with Rick Ritter, WJZ-TV. Rick, uh, the other game, the NFC Championship game, the 49ers hosted the Detroit Lions. Your thoughts on that one? I like San Francisco. I do. I think we jumped back to last week with the Houston and the Ravens game, and, and Jeremy, we were talking about betting a little bit in the Vegas lines, and so many people looked at that Houston line and were like, plus nine and a half. Oh, they're going to cover that. I think it's the same thing this week with Detroit. A lot of people looking at that line and saying the Lions are going to cover. Lions have been a great story. Dan Campbell's done a phenomenal job, and they're an offense that flies around as well. But it feels like the Cinderella story's got to run out at some point. I think San Francisco kind of getting a wake-up call a little bit last week, if you will. They're going to come in with a bit of a chip on their shoulder, and they're going to get their ground game going because the Lions, as Dan Campbell mentioned, got to find a way to stop Christian McCaffrey. And I think San Fran knows that's where this game starts and ends. It does, but this, Debo is still questionable. How, how different are they, and do you, do you change your opinion if Debo Samuel's not playing? That, look, Ed, you can't argue that. I cannot argue that at all. If Debo is out, San Francisco offense is different in its entirety. Brock Purdy looks like an entirely different quarterback. So they were saying 50-50 shots to play. I mean, you got to imagine if he can suit up, he's going to be out there. But if he can't, that's why I think there's even more pressure on Christian McCaffrey to get that run game going and the big boys up front. Obviously, they have a great offensive line. But if they can't establish the run for some reason, it's going to make things tough for Purdy, and this game is going to be a lot closer than people think. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think Detroit's going to be in it. But I just have trouble picking against San Francisco, especially after last week when Green Bay kind of gave them that wake-up call. Well, we've got two major artists there. You're obviously going to have Taylor Swift and, of course, T-Pain. Um, you know, like I'm loving the fact that T-Pain's going to be there, but I don't. Do you have any interest in going up to Taylor Swift, saying hello, making any pleasantries there, Rick? Look, they got Taylor Swift. You know who we got? Who? Mo Gabba, baby. Oh yeah, Mo Gabba watching down on us. And happy 18th birthday to Mo. I don't have any interest in going to Taylor Swift. I did hear. I will say that I did hear that Taylor Swift is not staying in Baltimore and that she is staying in D.C. and then making the trip <laughs> up. So are, are we not good enough for her? Is that what this is? We're not good enough for the Swifties. I told her we'd leave the light on for her. I told her so. she's staying on my couch. <laughs> I, think saw, I think she saw the video of Jeremy <laughs> running around naked outside last week. She said, you know what? Put me in D.C. <laughs> give me away from that guy. She's going to be in Locust Point. <laughs> uh, give me a score. Hey, this is, look, this is for this city, and you guys know how big of an opportunity this is. This city deserves this. The way that Baltimore comes together when sports teams are winning, it is something that we don't get a chance to see often. So everybody enjoy it, man. This is it. And Sunday, if they win, I can't wait to see the celebrations in Baltimore. Uh, it, it's a great time, and I think that the Ravens are going to be fine. You're asking for my prediction, I'm guessing, Rob? Yes, sir. 24-21. They pull it out. 24-21 Ravens. Maybe it's a Tucker field goal or something. 24-21 Ravens, definitely. You're the man. Where will you be out and about this weekend and uh, next week? Look, pregame show, 11 o'clock Sunday. Obviously, this game's on CBS. The Super Bowl's on CBS. But if they win Sunday night, we'll be having our 11 o'clock newscast with all the coverage you need, showing all the festivities going on downtown and the, the party and all the fun stuff. And then if they get to the Super Bowl, we'll be out in Vegas for the week. So we'll, we'll catch up then if that's the case. All right. Thanks a lot, my man. Right, man. Thank you. All right. Thanks, man. Hey, guys, enjoy it. Soak it in. It'll all right. Be fun. Now, if depending on how the first game goes, does that uh, change your interest in the second game? Not for me. Like I mean, like I love football, and I know. You no, guys... I mean, obviously, I'd be disappointed if the Ravens lose, but yeah. it doesn't change my interest. I'm very, I'm still very interested in the second game. Now, if they win, does it make you more interested in the second game to see who they're playing? Like, you no. know, it's like 
again, I'm I'm in that same boat where like those things don't bother me. No. I don't. I just like watching football. Yeah, I, I don't care. I really don't care who they play. They smacked the crap out of both of them this year, mm-hmm. so I don't care. Yeah, I mean it's it's. I just want to get to the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm with you, Ed. I, it's, who they play is just. Now, once you get there, you're there. You went through all of this to get to the Super Bowl. Who you play at this point mm-hmm. should not be a problem. Should not even be an issue. You know, Terps play this weekend at home on Sunday or Saturday. I'm so sorry, tomorrow. Uh, Kevin Willard, head basketball coach of the Terps, joins us up next on the fan. 946 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Waiting on Coach Willett. While we're doing that, let's take it to the phone lines. Let's take it to the streets. Taking it to the Kyle Rice's town. Yeah. What's up, fellas? I'm still a Jerry Wild, man. Hey, look. Look, Valentine's Day is coming, uh, fellas. I told you, um, Joe, this. And you know what You know what they get in Valentine's Day, right? What people get on Valentine's Day? They get candy and flowers. They get an M, apparently. Flowers! Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to deliver the Chiefs flowers. <laughs> I think Zay Flowers have a big game this week, fellas. Look. I see a I see a thirty one to twenty three point game. Lamar scores, likely scores, Andrew scores. All the talk about the tight ends, I think both tight ends score. I would love to see some misdirection though, fellas. Uh, oh, uh, you know, misdirection with Andrews going one way and then throw it back to likely. But I really think uh, they haven't seen the speed of uh, and the elusiveness of Zay Flowers. And I think Zay is the X factor in this game. So we're gonna deliver the Chiefs. This is flowers. That's that's my pick, fellas. Thirty-one twenty-three. Y'all guys have a good weekend. All right. All right. Did, happy Valentine's Day too. You heard that? So I said we you get an M for Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? Rob's having a, a day today. He you is. Okay, buddy? You, you set him off this week. Why? It's your fault. It's not my fault. Is it my fault? Everything's your fault. <laughs> Everything. Let's go to Parkville and get Rick. What's up, Rick? Hey, gentlemen. Good, good show. It's usual. Thank you, sir. Uh, I want to make one comment on Mike Preston's assessment of what they have to do offensively. I love when he talked about a double tight end in relation to the run, that we run it and ram it down their throat. And I think I'm going to give you uh, my prediction on the final score. I think we're going to win 34-16. All right. 34-16, gentlemen. Right. Ram it down their throat. 34-16. Physical. It It is kind of interesting. Like, I feel like most people I talk to, and I don't know if it's the homerism that comes in with this, but a lot of people are picking the Ravens, obviously here in town. I looked uh, around at some of the talking heads and the so-called experts that we have. Seen quite a few Chiefs being picked, and a couple of Lions, which kind of surprised me. You guys are both on the Lions. Who picked the Lions nationally? Do you remember? Uh, Dan Orlovsky did. Um, and there were two other people, two other former players. Ryan Clark did. Ryan Clark did. Okay. Yep. Ed picked them. Yeah, you did. I too. think that's what he's. I think that's what he's suggesting. No, no, he was asking what other uh, people well, picked. Right. Yeah. Or were you talking about you? I'm just curious nationally. I, did Burleson? I assume he would. Probably. He that's played, for, he played for them this week or last week. This week. Okay. Well, I don't think he picked them last week. Obviously, players should. Have he played for. Burleson was lined, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, it was. He liked pizza. Yeah, the old pizza incident. 
Hmm. What happened with the pizza? I don't know. That. You don't know, you know story? that story? No, I don't know that story. Uh, Can't tell it on air. <laughs> he can tell it. It just it doesn't ring true. Yeah, there, there's some holes in that story about him getting. He was drunk and was he naked? With the pizza, we have now. We got to look it back up again. But I'll look it up. He was in a car. I think it was a, a fender bender, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I think it was a single car fender bender. Yeah, mm-hmm. no pants or something, and a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I want I invited to that party, man. Come on, I like pizza. <laughs> you like naked? <laughs> I like pizza. <laughs> I like naked. <laughs> You ever, you ever heard that old pickup line where it was like, how about an F and a pizza? How about, you know, sex mm-hmm. and a pizza or whatever? And they're like, you're gross. You don't like pizza? Uh, anyway, <laughs> I don't think it really works as a pickup line. <laughs> that's that's the, uh, the old story there. But yeah, look, as far as uh, this weekend, there is a lot of really good college basketball on Saturday um, and Sunday. And then leading into it, we'll have that buildup next week leading into the Pro Bowl, which I've, I've already been getting calls about going on radio shows to break down the the flag football game. So Really? Really? Yeah. They've heard apparently they heard about me. The Hall of Fame flag football. <laughs> Who heard about you? They did. The, the, flag, the flag football the world. Yeah. <laughs> we, folks, we, we teased uh so am I gonna get in trouble for teasing and not paying it no. off, Joe? Is that is that no. a, my meeting? No, nah, not on a Friday at least. All right, all right. It was like the time I sat on my uncle's lap. Something came up. What are you going to do? Oh, come on, man. What? Come on. Oh, man. is that too much for a friend? <laughs> sister thing is what is. What? We'll what? allow that. But What, the fact that my dad kept my sister pregnant so we had fresh milk in the house? No. No, not that one? Oh. Why don't you go buy the Cambodian breast milk you used to like? <laughs> See, oh, sure you, know, you know what I learned? You know what I just learned? <laughs> what? That me and Jeremy, Jeremy and his dad have something in common. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, baby. Get Moza Kim back on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <Okay. laughs> so, where are you watching the game, Jeremy? I'll be at the Green Turtle uh, Sportsbook in Towson on Sunday. Uh, so, anybody wants to come out, it's going to be a good time. Like, it's not a better place to watch the game, in my opinion, um, when you're going out and about. That's so. good there. Come on out and enjoy the game with me at the Turtle and Towson. And then um, it's going to be a great week, too, like leading up to all the other stuff going on. I don't right, know if I'm going right. to be out for the – I might go out for the Pro Bowl next week and watch it somewhere. Break it down, you know. like gonna break down the, Yeah, uh, look, that's that's a that's a tandem route right there. <laughs> let me show you how to, broke it on let, the let me show you how to actually protect the flag. Yeah. <laughs> now you want to make sure when you're pulling the flag that you're not just like sometimes you can slap the thigh and pull that thing off. You, you, know? you tuck it in your underwear. It's attached to your belt, so it's still legal. I tell you one of the the funniest times I was playing indoor flag football uh, in Dundalk. So there's one time playing no, indoor flag football. Band camp. It, it, no, it has nothing to do. It has nothing to do with anything outside of the fact that my dumbass wore Under Armour shorts to flag football. Yeah. And you can see why that would be a mistake because they, they rip right off when somebody goes to grab your flag. So the first play of the game, I catch a pass, a little two-yard route. Guy rips off half my shorts. Like what the, under the whole shorts what are you talking wearing about? to rip really, off? The, when they first came out, the really thin oh, okay, ones, you know okay, I got you now. I got you. Yeah. I'm thinking about right now. No, like, so not compression pants. You mean like gym shorts? Yeah, like gym No, they were really flimsy when they first came they out. They were more like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they were really I wouldn't thin. wear them. 
I didn't wear them then. I liked them. I bought all that Under Armour stuff yeah. when it came out. But uh, but then the next play, I caught a pass. They ripped the other side off, so I was out there in a loincloth. I, had to finish. I didn't have any other shorts. I had to play in it. I was Ed, happy, though. Ed, Ed, he, you know damn well he, he used some scissors to pre-cut him because he wanted to play in a loin. Like you Hulk Hogan that. when he ripped the shirt? I think you're right, actually. You know that. Yeah. You know what? And I think he eats pizza without, without pants, too. Well, who doesn't? With company. You want some of my pepperoni? Nope. All right. Nope. Hell is going on. Are you guys I mad? Cannot wait until. What are you talking about? I'm. I can't wait till this is over. This Thirty-two is... seconds till I we hit fifty-five. You already I... went out of the studio once today. I can't. <laughs> are you coming back? You gonna leave again? You gonna leave early? I'm telling you, in about twenty seconds, I'm leaving for good. <laughs> till Monday. What about you guys? Where are you watching the game this weekend? I made up my mind. A couple of people just really trying to convince me to go to the game. You're gonna be downtown, right? No, I'm gonna be at. Uh, if I don't go to the game, I'm going to Landing Strip. Okay. There. Up in uh, Middle River. You're going to go see Shaq Diesel? I thought you were going to Oh, I am going to that. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. is, I'm going Star to that. Star-studded event. I am going to that at 100%. But as far as going to the game, a couple of friends trying to convince me to go. Um, they've got some tickets face value. That's because they want to watch the, the game at Landing Street without you. I don't really want to. I don't really want to. That's it. I'm done. I'm done with this. <laughs> Done. I'm out of here. Vinny and Andy up next. I'm done. I'm leaving too. <laughs>